My calculations are correct. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're gonna see some serious shit. It's Geek Stuff, TNG. What the fuck is a reboot? We're gonna be rolling out a lot of new things. Where the stars in this piece of shit? Oh, are you? I am the sandwich. No one of consequence. You can find me on Xbox at Fat Dumbledore. <laughs> you know what keeps going through my head? Where's my sandwich? To all who come to this happy place, welcome. I am West Coast. How the hell did I get roped into this? Show me what you got. Scotty, beam me up. The force is strong with this one. And I am Big Kev. Hail to the king, baby. Yo, that kid Monty is fired. I have Amigo Isis action figure. Almighty Isis. And here we go. music should have been something about getting up early because we're recording off time and we had to wake Kev out of a sound slumber to record this episode. Good morning, Kev. Yeah, yeah. Do a show. Do a show. Oh, geez. I'll just start with the uh, with the plugs just to give you some time to wake up. Welcome to Geek Stuff TNG. Uh, be sure you're following the show on all the social medias, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. It is Geek Stuff TNG in all those places. We also have a website. It's geekstufftng.com. Ooh. Yeah. You can call us on the GVM line. 201-730-2547. Or you can leave us a voicemail. I'm sorry. You can at send us a... at gmail.com. You can That's what he meant to say. The email. Say. Yes. Um, Someone's in the 10 o'clock time zone. Someone's in a 4 o'clock time zone. Guess who it is? <laughs> oh, my God. You're way too awake for 4 in the morning for Kev. You're going to, you know, but your, your energy is going to really bring it to this episode and that's going to wake Kev up. I can feel it. I got a cup of coffee and everything. Oh, good for you. Um, if you want to support the show over on the Patreon, we really appreciate patreon.com slash geekstufftng. For a dollar a month, you get access to the show's private Discord server. Three dollars a month. It's the early bird special where you get the copies of these episodes as soon as we're done editing them. So you'll get this one really early. And then uh, you also get a copy of the prep sheet there, which is, you know, like 14 pages long these days. Uh for $5 a month, it's the bonus round where you get the weekend bonus show, The Sandwich Shop, as well as vintage episodes of Big Kev's Geek Stuff on the 1st and the 15th. And then for $10 a month, you can watch us record these live and direct, although Kev has to be awake for us to do that. <laughs> well, uh, should we pull back the curtain a little bit and let them know that this is a live pre-recorded in front of a studio audience? <laughs> That's right. Yeah, we're recording this one as I'm going to be out of town 
so we're trying to get a little bit ahead of the game. So we're recording this one on a Saturday morning, of all things, instead of watching our normal Saturday morning cartoons, which is the, what mm-hmm. we would normally do. What, what was your go-to Saturday morning cartoon sandwich? Well, so, like, when I was a kid, it was a lot of, um, like, Sonic the Hedgehog was a cartoon that I used to watch a little bit. Dragon Ball Z would be on sometimes in the morning. Um there was later in life when I was like a little bit older, but I still enjoyed the Saturday morning morning cartoons because I was into like the DC and Marvel stuff. Cartoon Network used to run these shows. There was the Green Lantern show, which was really good actually, and then Young Justice. Both got canceled. They brought back Young Justice. Nothing about Green Lantern, but that Green Lantern show, I really really enjoyed, and I wish they would have done more because Green Lantern, I feel like, is such an underutilized character generally in DC. I would love to see more of it. Oh, that, yeah, that's interesting. I didn't even know about. I mean, I've heard of Young Justice, so I've never really had the opportunity mm-hmm. to watch that one. But I did not know about yeah. the Green Lantern show. Uh, yeah. Saturday mornings for me. I mean, the Dungeons and Dragons cartoon was right in my wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. I mean, so that was a Saturday morning one. Did they have color when you were uh, doing Saturday morning? Well, they cartoon? had just changed. They had just changed from black and white to color. And oh, then, the other thing they just changed to TVs. Yeah, I used to. Well, I used to get up and listen to Little Orphan Annie. Uh, yeah. And, and drink on my your radio on that the, was in the, on the evenings. Radio. Sorry, what was on the radio in the mornings uh, on Saturday mornings when I was a kid, Kev? I have no idea. Did they have radios then? Yeah, we called it the wireless. <laughs> they had a guy just sit in the corner and sing songs and change the channel. <laughs> it was pretty much it. Yeah. So what about you, Kev? What? What? Uh, I mean, I, I'm assuming it's the same as Sandwich because you guys went to school together. Well, no, he oh, had boomerang. Well, pretty so, much, like, but he, I he did more reading. Ones. Oh, you he did you, more reading you, than sandwich. You got up Saturday morning and read. Did you read comic books or did you read like novels? Moby Let's Dick. say comic books because that fits the theme of the show. It does fit the theme <laughs> of the show. Speaking of DC cancellations, oh boy! I mean, well, well, I said that before. <laughs> like DC, just you know, not to make a Marvel joke, Thanos snapped away. And HBO as a whole, like all of their products, I feel like I feel like everything is gone because then it's Peacemaker, it's Batgirl. Wait, no, I think Peacemaker's still there. Did Peacemaker make it? I yeah, thought I saw it didn't make. There it. was an article that said James Gunn confirms Peacemaker season two is safe post the Batgirl debacle. So yeah, so I think Peacemaker's uh, okay. okay. But but yeah, the Titans get cut. I I don't think that they've announced everything that's cut. But yeah. uh, I mean, again, a lot of these things that are even even complete, like Batgirl, complete, ready to go. They spent whatever between seventy and ninety, I think ninety million dollars on it, and they're just going to take the tax write off. They're just going to put it on the shelf. So, when they take the tax write off, that apparently means that they can never release it. So here's my thing. Here's my thing. I, it's fine if you want to cancel Batgirl at this point. That's fine. But the fucking Flash movie is still happening. I mean, yeah, that's the big thing. Everybody's <laughs> you know what about. I mean? That Flash movie is going to be a source of controversy forever. But did, I thought that I heard, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I thought that I heard I thought that I heard something along the lines of Batgirl having tested poorly. I, I feel like that was the start of the, of the story was, oh, Batgirl tested poorly, so they're scrapping it. But then all of a sudden it was like, Here's all the other things they're scrapping. So it's like maybe that was just right. a spin. You and know, I mean, it, w- it was another opportunity for Michael Keaton to play Batman. Right. I mean, that's because apparently he was going to be in that one as well as Batman. And, and Brendan um, Fraser was in it as the as the bad guy. What was the bad guy's name? Is he Black Mask? No. Um, no, no, not in Batgirl. Yeah. He was 
Brendan Fraser was playing him. Firefly. Is about that right? Take my love, take my land, take me where I cannot stand. I don't care, I'm still free. You can't take the sky from me. Take me out to the black. Tell them I ain't coming back. Burn the land and boil the sea. I feel really good about that. I feel so good about I'm really that. Should. so upset I got caught. <laughs> No, I'm I watched, so good with those. I knew the answer, and <laughs> I was like, "Dude, does he really not know the answer, or is he trying to get sandwich?" I really just sat here watching sandwiches screen, and I'm like, "Let's see what happens." And yeah, and sure enough, it was. I, uh, it was, I have felt no more. I have felt. No more shame than I've ever felt. I feel so ashamed of myself. It wasn't even just shame. literally. I, well, I didn't I, watch. Shame. I saw the cast. I didn't watch shame. Just... You know what I saw? I saw the pride in knowing the answer <laughs> get totally wiped away. In the mo- the moment the first notes hit, I was like, "Oh, he got him! He totally got him!" Well, that's okay. Good job. Kenobi. Good job. Um, oh, he missed yeah. that one. So, but but I mean, yeah. but really though, yeah, see, lots he's of, just moving on. Yeah, moving he's on. Totally missed it. Sandwich and I got it. He oh, did. did you get me? And I was oh, hello. There. Oh, did yeah. I miss that completely? I Everyone's getting got today. Okay, <laughs> it's early. It's early. Um, but yeah, there are some did big names it? that we would have wanted to mm-hmm. see in that. Did you did you hit it? I didn't hear. I hit it. I hit it. Nope, wrong one. Hello there. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Now I have to like have my fingers on the buttons all the time. It's so tough. Um, but yeah, wouldn't you have wanted to see? I mean, we want to see as much Keaton as possible as Batman, right? Yeah. And so they again lost opportunity, and they can never release it. It's just very okay. So that so we know that Batgirl is gone. What else is gone? Everything else in the Snyderverse, please, except Flash. Now, I have no idea why on earth. <laughs> they're they're moving forward with that movie. I just don't get it. I mean, it's isn't it? One, is, is it not done? Understands. It's it's done though, right? I mean, the Flash movie. They just have to been done. Yeah. So it looks like their other other streaming things are going away from this. The write down, right? The, they're taking eight hundred and twenty five million in tax write offs, right? So looks like there's a show called Chad, a show called The Last OG. I think that was with uh, Tracy Morgan, right? Uh, the Wonder yep. Twins is another write-off. So whatever they had invested in the Wonder Twins. So, you know, they're just cleaning house, getting rid of the stuff that they weren't happy about. Let's see. They're not renewing things like uh, Full Frontal with uh, Samantha B. They're ending Snowpiercer. So, you know, there, there's a lot of stuff going away. But again, I have not wow. seen any, I haven't seen anything so, about like Titans or uh, so Doom Patrol. A lot of the DC shows are in danger. You know, Doom Patrol... Titans, Harley Quinn, Peacemaker safe for season two. That's it so far. Um, yeah, there's like a list of like stuff that's safe, stuff that's not safe. You know, like Barry made it through the HBO stuff. I heard really good. New uh, Westworld made it through. You know, Euphoria made it well, through. That I mean, it was The it Last was, of Us and the House of Dragons made it through. Those, those, well, first of all, Westworld is rap i think westworld's finishing yeah i hope that the season four is the fourth and final 
So, and it should be, I mean, one hopes that it would be because I think it's run its course, but um, it was, I mean, there's no way that they wouldn't put out the game of Thrones prequel. I mean, that's, that's, that's an easy yes. I don't know that I'm shocked. I'm, I don't know that I'm shocked about anything on that list. I'm a little upset that Snowpiercer, which is a show that at some point I had hoped to watch <laughs> will be gone. Um, I didn't hear anything about South Park, which again, I don't think is something that they would, uh, that they would get rid of. I didn't hear anything about, um, uh, you know, um, Oh, Hey, Brittany. <laughs> she can't hear you. I've headphones on. Oh, catch this high. I didn't hear anything about Rick and Morty. Um, but I mean, I guess technically they both originate elsewhere and are just shown on HBO Max. So I don't imagine that that would be part of any slaughter over at HBO Max. But hey, the we, fact that. Can we touch on Rick and Morty real quick since you mentioned it? Just because there's, a, I mean, uh, it's that's an adult swim, not HBO Max. It, it ultimately ends up on HBO Max, right? Same. That's what I said. Yeah. I said the same about South Park. But South did, Park doesn't originate on HBO Max. Have, did you guys know that they put out the Vindicators two shorts on YouTube? I didn't no. see them. I didn't know they were there. Uh, my brother-in-law mentioned. Uh, I know. I know that they were. I know that they were there. I haven't. I still haven't just taken the time to go and look at them though. Yeah. So apparently, season six is going to be uh, you know off the rails. And uh, go check out Vindicators two on. On YouTube, the, the series of shorts. Anyway, are, I'm sorry. Are, are any of Rick and Morty's episodes on Rails ever? <laughs> this is true. Yeah, but the, yes. they, the, the article here said that the co-creator says uh, season five was a weird one and pro- promises that six was going to be fucking amazing. So we'll see. Whenever it is. Whenever we get there. No, three years from now. It's not like the old days. Remember Sandwich? Remember yeah. that? Remember, remember that? I can't remember what season it was, but it was like every week it was like, Oh my God. It was, it was such anticipation. And then when it came, it was like, Oh my God, it was brilliant. I can't believe we got to wait another week for another episode. And then it was like, when the season ended, it was like, well, I hope we see more of those episodes sometime in the future. And like two years later or whatever it was, two and a half years, this waiting in between is ridiculous. hundred years, hundred years, Rick and Morty. 100 years, 100 years of Rick and Morty. 100 years in between Rick and Morty. <laughs> That's right. The Once once every 100 years, the, the Rick and Morty come out just like some pagan rituals. Um, all right, so what else? Over on HBO Max, let me just zip through all these different articles. Everything is going on on HBO Max, right? The Bob's Burger movie has been there for a while. They're just restructuring. Um, again, some of these... Maybe old news now. Maybe the the situations may have changed. There's a show called Tokyo Vice that got renewed for a season two. You know, maybe they go back on that. They canceled a show called The Gordita Chronicles. Um, not most, if not all, of the A24 films are on uh, HBO Max now. So you know, some stuff coming to HBO Max. They're working on a True Detective season four with Jodie Foster as the lead. Wow. Uh, when did that last come out? I don't remember the. I mean, wasn't the third 
was it the second Herschel or the third Ali. true detective was that, that was horrible? Three? Yeah, but wasn't detective season two was horrible, right? Yes. No, nobody I liked heard. season two. I never and, heard. and so I didn't watch season two and I haven't seen season three. But yeah, that was Mahershal Ali was season three. No, was he three or was he two? And was the wasn't two um is that Vaughn? Yeah, I think that's right. I think it was Vince Vaughn, right? In season two, and nobody liked oh, it. Oh, was it? Okay. Is so is this one is this one two women? It, four? it just says that Jodie Foster is going to be the lead, so I don't know who the who the other. I, I don't know why I have it in my head that they had a season where it was two women detectives, but maybe I'm wrong about that. Yeah. Um, did anybody watch Raised by Wolves? That is uh, canceled after two seasons. Yeah, and um, and I can't. I, I liked season one. I thought season one was really well done. Isn't that Ridley Scott? I think so. It was a super interesting premise, right? I mean, it, it's just what was the premise? It, it was, it was, mm, well, without, I, I think we talked about it on the show, but I, I don't remember. But basically, basically, it's in the future, and I guess Earth is being destroyed or, or, or ravaged by war or something. And there's like a real, like a super religious faction, perhaps, and uh, a not religious faction. And, you know, they, they finally, I, I guess, the non religious faction decides they have to leave the planet maybe something like that anyway there's two groups that are diametrically opposed and uh that they they send a basically they send a ship of their people out in order to you know like start another planet and it's it's a bit convoluted but the basic uh, the basic story is that there's an android uh type uh, character who is looking after children, um, basically raising children on this planet um, while trying to protect them from the opposite group who has somehow made it to the planet or something like that. It's, it was, it was really, it was complicated and interesting. And I would totally suggest people go watch the two seasons that are there now i didn't make it through the second season yet i see i think i only saw the first episode if i'm being honest but the first season i did see the whole of it and i thought it was again it was really interesting and i i wanted to see and i'm talking from a deep ridley scott sci-fi perspective here you know what i mean Mm -hmm. not like laser swords and you know like not fantasy stuff like it was it was really good, interesting. It's the kind of sci-fi you expect to find in novels, like really good ones. And so I really thought they did an excellent job with it. And uh, I was really, really, um, uh, really, really happy with season one. And I'm not surprised that it was canceled. I actually thought it wouldn't even get a season two. So I was very happy that it got a season, uh, season two. Um, but that they're not getting any more. I'm not really surprised by that. Yeah, they said that the season two finale basically should be, is the series finale, but I don't know if it gives closure or not, so we'll see. That's what I hate, right? It's like, it, you know, it, if, if if you don't want to have a uh, situation where, you know, you love a show and it's really great and it ends after one season, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, or or it just kind of, or it's clearly the story is should extend past you know, should extend past the end of 
uh, of where the season ends, but then you never get another season or resolution. Yeah. D&D cartoon. Yeah, yeah, cliffhanger ending and then no no next season doesn't pick up next season, right? And there somebody has cobbled somebody cobbled together an ending to the D&D cartoon, but the D&D cartoon is a good example of that. You know, do they ever get home? You know, that kind of thing. Right. Now, I thought in that cobbled together ending, didn't they get home, but Venger followed them out, so then they decided to go I, back I, in? Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. It was something like that, yeah. So and Apparently, that was that cobbled ending was supposed to be something. I can't remember if that was an actual script, or there's some story behind that. Yeah, I think I read, yeah, I read, there was an article on the internet about, about that. So if you're interested in the D&D cartoon, go read that article. Um, well, you know, if you're interested in the D&D cartoon, and this is the first, this is perhaps the first time we're promoting uh, this guy. It's you want to go find Toy Galaxy on um, YouTube, and uh, this guy does. They're all relatively the same amount of time, somewhere along the lines of ten to twelve minutes. Maybe they're a little bit longer, and uh, about a specific topic. Um, in this case, it would be a specific show. And he gives a really in-depth sort of history um, of the show. I think his presentation is really good and he's funny. And uh, But the amount of knowledge that you can pick up from anything, you know, I really, I just watched, he just did a recent one on one of my favorite cartoons, Exo Squad. Hmm. Um, and it was excellent. I mean, it was really excellent. I know he has one on the D and D cartoon that is also really excellent. Gives you sort of the full history of, you know, how did it happen? Where did it come from? And uh, all that kind of, so, kind of like yeah. the shows that made us, but in a bite-sized YouTube form. Yeah. And, and really well done too. So yeah, check that out. Toy galaxy. It's, I think it's the first time we're mentioning him on the show, but he, he's a wonderful resource. If you, you know, if you scroll through his videos, you'll you you will undoubtedly find something on there that interests you or interested you as a kid. And uh, the way they format the show, I think, is really brilliant. It's really, really well done. It's consistent, you know, in the sense that it, it is the same format all the time, but it is laser focused on whatever the topic is. So that's cool. I like this program. Which I currently can't remember how we got here. Yeah, we so. me, meander all over the place. We were just mentioning what's going on on HBO. The oh right. So the, what else got killed? Uh, well, it looks like uh, the Last of Us is not killed, right? And said, they said that it's going to be quote very respectful of the game. Uh, there was another article just saying that uh, video game adaptations don't care about gamers. How do you feel about that sandwich? It's true. <laughs> because they don't care about you. They I, want I'll, somebody I'll who doesn't know the game, the right? Halo video, I'll, I'll cite the Halo show that had nothing to do with the storyline. He took off his helmet, I, from what I heard, like every episode. Just so we know, just so everyone's aware, we've never seen his face in the like 17 games that have come out. But in this show, we're going to sh- show him his face every other episode, apparently, and his bare ass. <laughs> <laughs> the master cheeks, if you will. Uh, we're on full display in this episode because why? Oh, but, nothing but, to do with Halo. But never both at the same time, right? If his ass is out, the helmet's on, right? Yes. No, you have to wear that. No. Yeah, for safety. <laughs> no. And then, yeah, no, that had nothing to do with anything. I don't know a single video game adaptation in any medium that was at least somewhat 
consistent with the source material. And that might be an oversimplification. And I might be exaggerating, but I'm pretty sure I'm not. But I'm pretty sure I'm not. Is, has there? Can you think of a video game adaptation that you thought was good, that you liked? Kev, this, um, that question's for you too, Kev. I think the only one, and I'll give one that was like half decent, but had nothing to do with the game really, was Sonic. But once again, kind of really was just like Sonic doing a thing. It yeah, there's not like so a... much a storyline to the Sonic game. Yeah. It's a side scroller, right? I'm Sonic. I run fast. So the parameters of the question, it must have existed as a video game and then they made it into a movie or TV show. Yes. yes. Yeah. I really can't think of a single one. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the I point. really can't. I mean, I'm going to go with Doom with The Rock. I think that was a quality. Well, the only cool thing about that was not the one where they did the the scene from the perspective of Doom guy. <laughs> they, and they, then they, he just died anyways. <laughs> uh, I honestly haven't seen it, but uh, all right. So let's let's move on from video game movies. Uh, other a couple other things, and we can finish up with HBO. Um, our flag means death. Uh, is uh, greenlit for a second season there too. Again, uh, assuming that there's not further cuts to HBO Max, but that seems to be very popular. The the Taika Waititi pirate uh, show. I hear it's great. I really want to see that again. Haven't had time. Yeah, I, I until you just mentioned it, I didn't even know about that. You, yeah. Really? Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. it's it's uh you know it's so it's Taika. It's uh the other guy that was on Flight of the Concords, like their manager guy. I, I right. Reese, Reese Davies, I think, is his name. Um, he was also one of the voices on the Voltron, the new Voltron cartoon reboot. There. Um. Anyway, yeah. So it's they're just it's just a Taika Waititi period piece pirate show, which I hear is really good. Um. The Righteous Gemstones, I don't know if you... Wa- I watched the first season of that, I thought it was great, about that evangelical family with Danny McBride and hmm. John Goodman and Steve Zahn is joining the cast. They're moving into season three. Um, and then, uh, uh, let's see, there's a little uh, George R.R. R. Martin news. Did you hear he got COVID? And so he missed out on some of the San Diego Comic-Con events. Hmm. Um, and then he get he's gotten a little, uh, a little pushback for him saying that he doesn't think that Game of Thrones is any more anti-woman than reality, than actual history. So, you know, I don't know. Uh, cool. that, that, that comment wasn't uh, taken very well, basically. Yeah, I don't know why you would make that comment. So. I don't know why you would even comment on it if anyone asked. I him. apologize. Oh, I we did the best. Because I had COVID and said some crazy things during COVID. That's what will come out. <laughs> Maybe. Don't oh, worry. Boy. My next book will come out before you know it. I just want to reiterate that I'm shocked that the Flash movie is still going to get released, but all these other things are. Oh getting, yeah, you know, no, it's incredible. If you really think about it. Well, okay. How do you know how much they spent on the Flash movie comparatively? I mean, I again, yeah, I don't you know, know how don't much the it's going to cost them in negative publicity when it comes out, and all of that shit gets churned up again. I mean, and and he he is yet again on the celebrity crime crime blotter. Right, he is uh, just more allegations against Ezra Miller. It just it just keeps coming. It, what it's, now? It's un- As of right now, quick quick aside, they spent two hundred million dollars on the Flash movie. Okay, so you know under a hundred million on Batgirl because it was supposed to be it was supposed to be released on HBO Max, right? That was not supposed to be a theatrical release. 
and then and they just scrapped it. No, originally it was supposed to be a theatrical release. And again, I think this is part of the story is that it tested so badly that they were like, well, I just uh, just go to HBO Max. I thought I I thought I read that somewhere, but maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, I don't know, but but I mean again, how much are they going to write down? That was 70 million. I think it ballooned to 90 million with the COVID restrictions. But yeah, you said the Flash is over 200 million. That too right now. And I mean, if they do more somehow, yeah. yeah. But again, it just kills me that you know that we've got Michael Keaton Batman that everybody's so excited about, then tied to this, you know, tainted film. You know, and 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 same thing, losing Batgirl, losing Michael Keaton is really a big deal. Um, it's really sad for for you know Michael Keaton Batman fans. Um, mm. The latest Ezra Miller said he was accused just more harassment and grooming, just you know, again going after young. Uh, young people and manipulating them as a actor, right? You know, as someone that they would look up to using his position to groom and manipulate people. So, I don't know. What a wonderful guy. Yeah. So, let's see. We we can go back to, I mean, is there any other HBO news or we just want to get to the regular news? Let's just do regular news. Unless Eat there's stuff. something else What's in the regular about news? HBO, like, you know, did they cancel the flight attendant no, on mean, the chopping block, but not chopped? Yeah, well, I mean, they just finished season two, and I don't know if there's going to be a season three. I heard I, season one was pretty strong, but I heard season two really falls off because it's difficult to maintain the kind of tension that they had in season one. And I don't think that it's there in season two. But I, I, I watched we liked season one, but I, we haven't gotten around to season two yet. Well, no. What will Kaylee Cuoco do? Well, she's uh, still voicing uh, Harley Quinn, which is still on HBO. Oh, that's Max true. Too. Also, which, for right now, yeah. I mean, that one. I mean, will be easy to keep because again, it's it's probably inexpensive. No, but they, I, that's also apparently on the chopped block. Oh yeah. So. <laughs> well, I mean, there's three. They got she got three seasons of that. So I mean, you know, how long are yeah, they gonna how, how long are they gonna keep a you know R-rated cartoon? Yeah. going you know i mean still not a huge fan of that I show don't know. what year I, I, I is guess rick and morty like on i mean uh, rick and morty is not a hard r right i mean rick and morty uses some salty language has an occasional but the gore. It, you know but but uh, i mean but harley quinn has all of it right it, there's very it, gory bloody violence and right. lots of uh, bad language, and but then, but again, that's also that's the one that they wouldn't let Batman go down on to Catwoman, right? So all the other stuff, and they won't let an oral sex uh, innuendo happen in that show. Yeah, but meanwhile, how many alien orgies have been represented on Rick and Morty? I, I guess you're right. And then, so I'll make the argument that you know, if we're talking about adult cartoons. Rick and Morty certainly fits that bill. It does. It does. You know, that reminded me of when, when Morty thinks that he's torturing that guy. <laughs> he's, he's like, was I just jerking that guy off? Uh. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so let's, yeah, let's do it. Geek stuff. What's in the news? Um, oh, maybe we missed this. Uh, the DC League of Super Pets had a $22 million opening at the box office. That doesn't seem good that for great. them. That doesn't seem that great. Um, that was, I think, the Rock is the Rock crypto, right? It's 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 crypto so, yes. and Ace the Bat Hound, and you know, so it's just about Ace the, the Bat Hound is uh, what's his name? Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart, yeah. Kevin Hart is Ace the Bat Hound. 
Yep. Uh, so it's so it's The Rock and Kevin Hart like together again, right? Did, have yep. they done pretty much? Have they just done like you imagine two movies together? I mean, is this their second or was there more than that? They, they've done more more than one. They've done several. Film yeah, I yeah. mean, they are. I mean, at this point, they're practically a duo comedy duo. I mean, look it up, but I I know they did one. I can't remember. Did they do what the Jumanji called. movies? What's that? Were they in the Jumanji movies? Yeah, they were in the second one. I don't think. Oh yeah, no, they were in both. Yeah, they were in both the Jumanji movies. They had one before that where, like, I think Dwayne Johnson's character is like Kevin Hart's brother-in-law, and he's like a, you know, a federal marshal or Central Intelligence CIA or whatever. Is that the same one where where the Rock's character used to be like overweight, and then now he's yeah. like super rich? Central that, that's the same. That's that the same movie, right? Okay. Yeah. So yeah, so they've done at least three live action and four. and now and now this animated film together. I feel like there's more than 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 those four. I mean, I don't know, I can't remember, but I feel like there's more than that. And you know, I mean, again, you you get it's comedy gold, right? Big guy, little guy. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's the formula, right? Look, uh, it, it's the same. And I, I, I'm admitting that there may not be more movies that they've done together maybe that's uh maybe that's a uh you know me wishing that they had i'll give you another example i'll give you another example spade and farley only made two movies together did they yeah they it made it two. feels they like they would have been black more. sheep yeah and uh tommy boy and tommy boy and why did i feel like there was like a a, a catalog that uh, yeah exactly you're exactly well first of all well they were on snl Okay, yeah. Right. But th- but that aside, as far as film goes, it feels like there sh- if there wasn't more of them that there shouldn't be. And then your brain is just like, no, there had to be more than just those two, but there isn't, you know? And I think it's the same thing with The Rock and Kevin Hart. It's almost like you want more of them to exist. So you're willing them into existence in your own brain thinking there had to be more than just those three or now four with, with super pets, but I don't know, maybe there isn't. Hmm. If only we had a device that could tell us all of the movies that they've done together. I did a quick search and there wasn't an easy article that just said, here's a list of all the Kevin Hart and the rock movies. I only found, I only found three. That was two Jumanji's and then the Central Intelligence movie. Yeah, I feel yeah, like I that's, think it. that's it. Yeah. So let's see what else. Um, over at the box office, also, so Top Gun Maverick is, uh, I think, has already surpassed Jurassic World with six hundred and fifty-five million. So it's like, it's like in the top grossing pictures of all time, like in the top them. ten. It it passed Jurassic World, so it just really just continues to. Uh, power on in the uh, in in theaters. Uh, Quentin Tarantino even offered a review of Top Gun. So I mean, I, I need more feet. <laughs> Just the right amount of feet? No. We could do better. What's he got? Two films left, and he's done. Is it one or two? I feel like it's two, but it could be one. Because was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Was that? That's one of them. I know, but that's the last one, right? He's that done was nine, I think. Wasn't that number nine? I think so. Well, we know what eight is. It's the Hateful Eight was number yeah. eight. So 
Are, are, were you saying he's got he's only doing two more films and then he's retiring? Is that what you were saying? That's that's what he said. Yeah, and I mean he he wanted to do a Star Trek film as one of them, right? Is is that did that ever get the green light? I I've never I haven't heard that that is going to see the light of day. I think that's been scrapped. Maybe it was bought by Discovery. Yeah, I don't know. He's also putting out a book on uh, a, a history book called Cinema Speculation, which is coming out this fall. So QT is all over the place these days. What's the book about? It's called it's it's a it's a film history book, but it's oh, called film Cinema history. Speculation. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, Tarantino worked in a video store too, right? Like Kevin yep. Smith and Tarantino. Like I'd, I, w- I would love to see the two of them just chatting about old films. That'd be a good show. They're, they're, they're friends certainly, and I feel like they were at one point maybe involved in a poker game on a regular basis or something. I could be wrong about that. So did, did anyone at that which, poker game wear a Rocketeer helmet the entire time? No, 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 no. No, that'd be a whole nother story if I had been present at that game. But um, no, um, didn't. And speaking of which, since you brought it up, so Clerks 3 is being toured around by Kevin Smith. And then it has, and then I heard, well, it's being released in September. And then I find out, yes, yeah, being released for two days in September. As a Fathom event. I feel like that's what he did with um with the last one also, not not well, clerks. You know, uh, it's w- with the reboot. It's one thing if you take a movie like Tusk or Yoga Hosers and you tore it around, or even Red State and you tore it around, and then you like you give it a little fathom release because you know no one is gonna go and see that movie, you know. I mean, unless you're a really big Kevin Smith fan, you know, chances are you're not going to go see that movie. However, this is Clerks 3. This is the third movie in a series of movies that made him, you know, the filmmaker that he is. Not to mention the fact that I thought I thought the first one was brilliant in its own right, but I also thought the second one was brilliant as a sequel. You know, when I talk about the great sequels, uh, in film history, Clerks 2 is definitely one of them. And I'm I'm kind of sh- I'm kind of shocked that this isn't getting a theatrical release. Like a full-on theatrical. I mean, not that I'll be able to see it, but it, you know, like, oh, or yes, I would be able to, because theoretically speaking, I will be back on the East Coast then and I would be able to see it if it had a proper uh, release, well, but Kevin apparently Smith, that's not the case. Kevin Smith did uh, also recently buy the movie theater from, like I think his hometown or somewhere there in from New his Jersey. childhood. Yeah. yeah, it's the one he went to with his dad. Yeah, I re- yeah I read that article. I I've actually talked to him about that movie theater on a number of occasions, so it doesn't surprise me. And they're doing like a million different things with it too. It's not like they're just keeping it as a movie theater. It's going to be like. I don't know. They talked about some sort of little film school and they talked about, you know, they talked about a whole bunch of things, a venue, you know, like a music venue and like, you know, like apparently he's got big plans for this. Yeah. So, but, but here's, here's what I think. I think that 
when he distributes a film this way through Fathom Events, through touring it around, he gets all of the profit. There's no studio. No, I mean, I know. I, I, think, he's, I think he makes more he money that. than if it was a wide release. I, I mean, maybe that's it. You know, I think in order to make money or recoup it from these little one-off movies like Tusk or Yoga Hosers or Red State, or there's probably another one or two in there that I'm forgetting. Um, in order to recoup from that, from those kind of little movies, I get it. But this is not that movie. This is the third movie in a series of movies that had full theatrical releases. And I just don't get why he's doing it. I, I, I get touring it around. I get, you know, I get that part of it. But tour it around and then give it a full release is yeah. what I thought they would do, especially because, you know, the, that movie, at least if you follow no other Kevin, if, you, if you're not a big Kevin Smith fan, for example, if you're a moderate Kevin Smith fan, Clerks is still in your wheelhouse. The View Universe is usually where, you know, is usually where the, the base fan lies. And the fact that they're just kind of, I think, in my opinion, they're shortchanging, you know, the fans by not giving them a theatrical release of this. You know, there's got to be somebody in Peoria, Illinois. It's not going to be able to see this film on a big screen. And I just think that's that's a shame. Yeah. No, I, I would agree. Well, I I'm mean- sure if he were here, that there would be a long-winded explanation as to why he chose to do it this way. I just don't I just don't agree. I just don't think it was the right move. I'm just looking to see in the article here if it says anything about it just being in theaters for a short time, but I'm not seeing that. I think it's September 13th and the 15th. I'm pretty sure it's a Fathom event. I'm pretty sure that's correct. Now, listen, I want to say this, too. Um, I've seen the trailer for it, and while I'm excited to revisit these characters and where they are in this phase and all that, they are deviating a bit from sort of the script, if you will, of the movies. And, you know, he, he is kind of going in a different direction. It is still very self-referential and very, um, you know, based, based on his experiences. Um, Oh yeah, but I mean, I'll be honest that the trailer. I, I want to see the movie, but the trailer wasn't like it didn't. It wasn't really drawing me in. I have to say. Oh, it, so it, it caught me with the, the the main joke when you know because again, what the the premise is that Randall has a near death experience and then decides to become a filmmaker. Well, it's more than that. He has a heart attack, which is what Kevin Smith had, yeah. and you know I'm sure there's going to be a lot of jokes about that in there, and y- y- you know there's. There's, uh, you know, returning characters that you know from some of the other films and there'll be new characters. And I, I, yeah, and he decides he wants to make a movie about his life. It's basically kind of a, a, a meta version of the story of how Clerks was made, but, you know, with no heart attack and so on and so forth. You right, know, it's- but the, the, the big joke, my favorite joke in the, in the trailer was when, 
Dante says, what, you're going to kill me off? No way. What if there's a sequel? And then Randall says, what, I'm not a sellout. There won't be a sequel. And then, you know, obviously Silent Bob looks right at the camera. And so that's, or I a mean, hack. Yeah, yeah I'm not a hack. A good joke, yeah. Goes, yeah, I'm not a hack. I'm, it's not going to be a sequel or something like that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, I mean, that part is really funny. And there was that. There was that scene shot for Clerks, right? Where Dante gets killed. So, yeah, I mean, I think that, like, even when I when I saw, so for me, you know, I mean, I I loved Clerks originally, and and I, I really, I just really enjoy <laughs> Kevin Smith movies, and um, you know, but when I saw like the 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 reboot, you know, I saw that on my own, and. Um, it was okay, and then I went to, like, a Fathom event for it, and it was with, like, you know, so, like, the difference between a wide release and a Fathom event is the concentration of super fans, right? right. You know, the wide release might get people to go, eh, we'll go try it, but the Fathom event is all Kevin Smith fans, right? So right. The, the, the energy in the audience was much different, and then not only did I see it there, but, you know, he was touring it, and I saw it in San Diego where he came and, you know, showed the reboot and then came out and did the, you know, evening with Kevin Smith afterwards. And so then that audience is, you know, talks incessantly. Yeah. But, but I mean, it didn't, but the audience is hyped up even more, you know, it's just, just, so the energy of a comedy like that is different than if you're sitting at home watching it on, you know, on a streamer versus on HBO max, on HBO max. Right. So, so again, I do think that there's something about when you're in a self-referential kind of comedy like that, Boy, you really do benefit from being in not just a wide release, but the Fathom event, I think, will be really good. I mean, if you get the opportunity to go to one of those, I bet it'll be a lot of fun because the crowd's going to be into it. So, anyway, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, you know, Clerks kicked a lot of a lot of things off, a lot of uh, movie love for a lot of people, I think. I watched a, a Kevin Smith documentary. I think it's just called Clerk. Uh, on the, my last plane ride home, it was very nice. And, and uh, was it was it about the making of the first movie? It was, yeah, kind of, kind of about Kevin I've Smith. Heard and of or, that? I've wanted to see it, but I haven't. Yeah, no, it was it was good. I enjoyed it. Very, you know, just kind of gives you the the background. I mean, again, I knew most of the stories, but it was a, a well put together documentary, and so it was fun. Let's see. Uh, moving on, we'll do some production casting news before we round out the first segment here. So maybe we should have said this in the HBO segment, but uh, uh, Lady Gaga is going to be in uh, Joker 2, which is called Joker uh, Folly a Deux. It just seems... Oh, no. I, I Yeah. I don't know about that. Any, any, oh, yeah. any thoughts I know Joker about too? it. It's 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 a bad idea. And they said they never were going to do it. And so, is she Harley Quinn? I mean, I uh, she, she, she's the blueprint for becoming Harley, Harley, Harley Quinn. Quinn. She she she's the first person to be like a Harley Quinn. So as Arthur is the blueprint for the Joker, she's a blueprint for Harley Quinn because that way. You know, who knows? It it almost sounds like what Sandwich is saying could be true. But Which God, I hope I'm wrong. Yeah, God, exactly. I hope I'm wrong. <laughs> there doesn't seem to be much uh, in by way of information other than she's involved. It's just kind of a teaser that she's going to be in it. I also, maybe it's just me. I feel like by trying to give Joker 2 a fancy name, Fale Adieu, though having pronounced it, part of my French. It's Pardon my French. Um, 
it's like they're trying to make it if you're gonna make a sequel i mean i guess do it but i don't know giving it a name like this is trying to be like oh we're still artsy yeah you can't be artsy and then stab a guy in the face with the scissors 30 times <laughs> yeah well i mean Maybe. you can be yeah you can but like i didn't i didn't see joker as an artsy movie i saw it as like a psychological like like a thinking movie <laughs> right so like, i don't know what this I mean, who knows who knows I hope it's fantastic. I always want movies to be fantastic. I don't want this to suck, but you know, <laughs> this movie didn't really leave room for a sequel to me. The character could have lived somewhere else, but this movie, the Joker didn't really leave room. For, it felt like for a sequel to me, it felt kind of like a self-contained story with like a start and a finish. So to just like jam in and like open it up and force a sequel, which is, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how well it's going to do. And then it's going to, I feel like it tarnishes how good the Joker was a little bit. If you have this poor sequel that you won't be able to not, you can't like separate the two. It's not like it's just like another Joker movie. It's Joker Farley Eddie, you know, directly a sequel. You know, there's no separation for the character. So if this sucks, it really sucks. Yeah, there's been many a sequel that has tarnished the good name of of the original, but that that, that just happens. Um, yeah. Let's see. James Gunn wants to make an R-rated Scooby Doo sequel, Scooby Doo Three. Ooh! I mean, with all the, like the with all the fallout over at Warner Brothers, though, I don't know. That seems less likely. They Scoob, uh, uh, an animated uh, yeah. Scooby Doo movie, was another one that got on the chopping block. They they that they're shelving like that was done and they're shelving, I believe. Well, also, um, the cast for the Scooby-Doo live-action films are a tad bit older than the last time we saw them. Not saying we can't do Scooby-Doo 3, but it would have to be them, like, we're really adults. Maybe we've opened, like, a real agency. Like, it'll have to be, like, I hate to be that guy. It can't be Scooby-Doo anymore. And and so Daphne and Fred are trying to rekindle the spark in their relationship by inviting Velma into the bedroom, and that's what makes it an R-rated movie. Is that? Oh, maybe. Whoa. I, I, what? I, I, what? I must. I heard about that movie, but I thought that was something else. <laughs> no, but like, how can you do Scooby Doo three if there's no way Scooby Doo's alive? Because <laughs> that dog was like five, fourteen years ago. Yeah, yeah, he can't live forever. Yeah, so unless you get, unless they do the thing they've never done, besides in the first one, and no, Scrappy Doo would also be dead. Never mind, they can't even do Scrappy Doo. Well, I mean, that was the whole point, right? Scrappy Doo was the villain in the first one, right? Yeah, yeah. And And that's what everybody hated. There was my favorite thing in the world. There was like a Scooby Doo Mystery Incorporated show, Mm -hmm. and they're investigating this like abandoned museum. And there's a statue of Scrappy Doo. And Fred goes, What's that? And Velma says, We promise to never talk about it. <laughs> and then they walk away <laughs> and they never reference it again. And that's it. <laughs> that's good. Uh, let's see. Uh, you know what? Uh, Christian Bale said he would be interested in playing Batman again as long as Nolan's directing. Does anybody need that? What do we think? Yeah. Does anyone think that's going to happen? No. No. He just um, says that he would do it, I guess. Yeah. But. It, that's just pie in the sky. Yeah, because we, if we're going to do Batman in a separate universe, we can't do a Batman in this universe and a Batman in that universe. 
and then if Keaton Batman ever comes back, and then the Batfleck, and you know, it can't be the multiverse of Batman. Batman across the across the universe, across the multiverse. Um, I mean, but with the way that those movies went, it would be very easy for something else to happen in Gotham, and he comes out of retirement to be Batman again, right? So, in the context of the films, right, wasn't there like an eight year break between? Batman Begins and Dark Knight, or maybe it was between Dark Knight and Rises, that, that he supposedly just hadn't been Batman at all, and then he came back. Is that is that right? So wasn't it like 15 or more years? Like, wasn't he like much older? Because I feel like he aged so aggressively. Maybe it's just the age catching up to him. I feel like he aged so aggressively from the first time we see him in that suit. I'm thinking just based on cartoon to what I think the timeline is. From the last time he does Batman to like the time Terry McGinnis starts, I feel like he ages like 15 years or at least long enough for Terry McGinnis to like be like 18. Oh, no, I was talking about I was talking about Batman. Yeah, the the Nolan Batman. It's not Batman. Oh, not not Batman Beyond. Although it wouldn't be. I mean, again, if Keaton doesn't do it. It wouldn't be bad to see Christian Bale do Batman Beyond, but no, not that's not that's the wrong universe. Batman Beyond isn't going to work in the in the Nolan universe. No, but now that I'm thinking about it, it'd be really cool. Yeah, a a, a more, I mean, yeah, that would that would be kind of cool. And then, of course, all the everybody's like looking forward to Oppenheimer, the the next Nolan picture, right? Everybody, everybody just wants to work with with Nolan, right? There's just all these big yeah. names; they just want to work with him, so. Should, it's funny. I feel like people don't talk about how, like, I've enjoyed most, if not, I can't think of a Nolan film I didn't like, but I feel like no one mentions, like, how much they enjoy Nolan. It's just like, oh, yeah, a Nolan movie came out. I liked it. Oh, a Nolan movie came out. I liked it. But no one, I feel like no one mentions, like, oh, I actually enjoy Nolan films. Did you, know? did you like Tenet? How was Tenet? I, didn't, I, never, I never got a chance to I, see it. I still haven't seen that. Oh, I thought it was okay. Maybe it's just me. But it's still good. I just Sometimes it's like I don't know, like the like time movies kind of. Unless it's like Back to the Future, which very like cut and dry. I feel like that maybe it was just me. Maybe I was like not paying attention well enough. Tenant felt very not cut and dry. Yeah, it's. It, I heard it's a mind bender. Like you can't, you, you know, it's yeah. like oh, you're gonna have your own interpretation. Yeah, so. like I, I, I might have looked down or, or like at my phone for like two minutes and somehow it's like oh, <laughs> that's it. You're out. <laughs> you, you'll never figure out this movie now. Yeah. Well. Uh. I'll watch it another time, maybe. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's end the news segment on uh, a high note or a low note. Probably a low note. Um, Jared Leto has been cast in the Haunted Mansion film alongside Jamie Lee Curtis. Hooray! That film's dead. <laughs> uh, and then Matt Smith, uh, when asked about how shitty Morbius was, said, "It's not like we're saving lives here. It's just a movie. Move on, people." So he's kind of like, "Whatever." That movie sucked. Don't worry about it. We'll do something else. So, I mean, that's the right move. It's just <laughs> what are you gonna do? Gotta push it away. Well, it's the right it. position to take. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, Dune Part Two is going to be coming out Thanksgiving of 2023, and that's cool. Uh, the Ghostbuster sequel sometime in 2023 as well. And so, I think that's enough news for the first half of this show. All Kev, right, Kev, you want to bring us to a break? And with that, we will take our first and only break on this episode of Geek Stuff TNG, episode 690. Good job. 
the one with the outer name because it's too Saturday early to name cartoons. it. Saturday morning cartoons. That sounds good. Yep. Right. Okay, good. Great. After these messages, we'll be right back. Yeah. We need to get the word out that the listeners can be involved with Geek Stuff, TNG, directly by using our GVM line. 201-730-2547. Hmm. Maybe we could use our seductive voices? Huh? Our what? All right. Here. Let's read these lines in our most seductive voices. Like this. <clears throat> hey there. We want you to be a part of Geek Stuff TNG with your questions and your hmm comments. Oh, <clears throat> that's right. We want you to tell us what's hmm on your mind, what we are doing that you <laughs> like. <coughs> So call us on the GVM line, 201-730-2547, and you may hear yourself uh, on an upcoming episode of Geek Stuff TNG. <laughs> wow. Wow. What? Okay, here we go. I'm James Hatton. And I'm Podcast Rob. And we're the Something Something Cast. We're a pop culture podcast that chats about movies, comics, TV, music, video games, and a whole lot more. Check us out at our home at somethingcast.com. And also on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and other fine podcatchers as well. Proud members of Hashtag Potter and Family and ACPN, the art, comedy, and pop culture podcast network. Something. Okay, here we go. Hey, Geek Stuff listeners. It's West Coast Scott here. Did you know I do a podcast with my lovely wife? Say hi, Brittany. Hi. Tell them about our podcast. We do a weekly podcast where we talk about travel, conventions, Disneyland, and our growing family. It's called The Piecast because we got married on Pi Day, and it's available wherever you find your podcasts. You can also follow us on social media. At Pi Day Family. And my new Twitter handle is at Pi Day Scott. Check us out. What's up? This is Mikey T, host of the Failing Hollywood Podcast. I'm just a guy who plays with props behind the scenes. On our show, we have guests who also work behind the scenes, and we joke around, we drop names, we tell real on-set stories. We even play some film games, only on the Failing Hollywood Podcast, found wherever podcasts can be found. Build your own X-Wing. Luke Skywalker's legendary Red 5 Starfighter from the Star Wars Saga. The X-Wing is recreated in stunning detail in a massive 1 to 18 scale and comes complete with remote-activated working lights, R2-D2 motorized wings, removable hyperdrive opening cockpit, and a magazine full of fascinating facts, plus an amazing step-by-step -step assembly guide. You will also receive a free binder, power pack, and bookends model space. And now, another classic Geek Stuff ID. I'll never be you. I'll never be you. I'll never be you. I'll never be you. No, I'll never be you. Hey, what's up? This is Dane Cook from Good Luck Chuck. 
and you are listening to Big Kev's Geek Stuff. You know it. Geek Stuff TNG. Live from the sandwich shop. Party Productions in sunny Southern California and Big Hefuna Studios. It's Geek Stuff TNG. During our commercial break, you're in from our amazing sponsor, BuildXWing.com. This model is in 118 scale, making it the only fully scaled, fully detailed X-Wing ever made for use with your three and three quarter Star Wars action figures. This X-Wing features many amazing details, like the proton torpedo bay, working engine lights, and a light-up R2-D2. You can add your own boops, bops, and beeps. The S-foil is open to attack position. The laser cannons simulate firing, and the engine lights power up all by remote control. We recommend you take them up on their do-do-do-do-do-do premium offer. You get what 18 scale hangar accessories to create a detailed display of your X-Wing, including crates, tanks, personnel transporter, landing lamps, fuel pump, ladder, as well as several static figures, including ground crew members, and even Luke Skywalker himself. When you sign up for your subscription each month, in addition to your parts of the model, you'll get four full-color magazines featuring instructions for the parts you've received, fascinating articles about the original models used in the movies, and more. You can collect these great source materials in a free binder, which you'll receive as part of your subscription. As a fan of collectibles, you may have seen models like this online or shows or conventions, and I don't need to tell you, the price tag can be quite high. The genius of the system is that you're paying a little each month as well as having fun putting it together yourself. You can check out more info over at buildxwing.com or reach them by phone at 877-544-6779. Check them out today. Here you go. Okay, now I'm sure. <laughs> That's a good way to start the commercial with the crunch of a lovely palm crisp. That's right. No geek stuff TNG would be complete without palm crisp snack mix. Palm crisps are full of all the nutrients you need and the wonderful flavors you have come to love and know, like palm. Crisp. Yeah, also crisp. Almonds, cashews, pistachios. Three grams of net carbs per serving. Net carbs, Kev. Does that mean that it has some carbs that cancel out because it doesn't have sugar? Yeah, it has diet, it has fiber in it and no added sugar. Because you take the fiber, you remove the fiber from the carbohydrates, the dietary fiber. And who makes palm crisps? Are they their own company? I believe so. Wow, an independent company too. Looking at their website, palmcrisps.com, it says our original blend of palm crisps, you can get an everything tub, an original pouch, you can get the ranch snack mix pouch, or sour cream and onion pouch. What's your favorite, I'm, Kev? I haven't seen sour cream and onion. What was that? I like, I like the original. I like the original, but the ranch one is fine too. I'd like to try sour cream and onion probably very good yeah you could get the variety pack 
Oh, looking at all of the ingredients. Oh, you see, sir, I, I get them at the Costco in the large size because I eat so many delicious parm crisps. Oh, looking at the website, let's see what's in the variety pack. You got cheddar, original, jalapeno, everything, four cheese, and sour cream. They all sound delicious. They are, but I don't think they're doing the big, what is this? 20 ounce. I don't think they're doing, are they doing 20 ounces of all those flavors? I don't know. For more information on Parm Crisps, go to parmcrisps.com and find them at your better retailers today. When you buy them, mention Geek Stuff TNG for absolutely no discount. Reach right. them at checkout and look like a weirdo. <laughs> Reach out to them at parmcrisps.com and tell them you heard about Parm Crisps from Geek Stuff TNG. Oh, always love the Parm Crisp spot. Tom, did you do your homework on the Parm Crisps? No, I, I didn't. I didn't film my other bits. <laughs> We've got a, another Parm Crisp bit in the hopper as, long, as soon oh. as Dom does his homework, and you're going to enjoy that one when we get to it, Kev. I'm going to save that one as a surprise for you, so we can get your reaction. Okay. Um, oh, we do have we do have a voicemail. Let's get to the voicemail. Hang on one second. It is pronounced Rachel not Razagul. <laughs> I know that voice. That is an anonymous uh, person correcting pronunciation. So, who, who, do we know who it is? Sandwich. That is uh, team uh, Fortnite TNG member uh, cousin Dave with the That's definitely cousin Dave enunciation uh, correction on so, Raish Al Ghul. So it's Raish Al Ghul is a, is a correct pronunciation. I was saying Raz Al Ghul. So Raish. I believe uh, he is correct, yes. I've only ever seen it written. Run like the wind. <laughs> well, I apologize for my poor pronunciation on an iconic how, Batman villain. How dare you? Yeah. The audacity. Yeah. All right. <laughs> let's, uh, let's see. What, what if we do some uh, other, other news for the second half of the show this time? Let's talk about... Uh, I don't know. Did, did uh, let's go to Disney Plus, right? They fired their content executive over there. Um, they're getting a lot of criticism for putting Deadpool and Logan on the platform, um, and they're going to align with uh, the local rules and not put Lightyear on some streamers in the Middle East. So there's there's some those are the top hits on the Disney Plus news. What's that are not controversial really about Lightyear? Um, <clears throat> his partner uh, is a woman, and she has a wife, and, oh. the, and they ultimately have. Uh, so yeah, so not not to spoil the the, the plot of Lightyear, um, but it's 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 streaming now. But in the Middle East, Lightyear won't be available because they're not going to censor. Is it, is or it streaming on Disney? It's it's on Disney Plus now. Yes. It, oh, it did I want not. to watch it. I really wanted to see that movie, and I'm I'm stunned that it didn't do well. It's, I think it's a little slow paced, maybe for kids. I think that it's decent. I because I've it's obviously now that it's streaming, it's I've seen it probably in in bits and pieces, you know, three or four times already. Um, I would say this though. I think what I think you're going to like about it is the the robots really have a, a black hole feel. Right, like the robots in the black hole. I think they, I think they were designed after that. So you, once you get a chance to watch it, let me know if they, if you think they look or remind you of the black hole. I will. 
Yeah. So again, it's decent. I won't. I won't uh, mess up the plot. I, I think that you know it's good. But again, Lightyear is supposed to be the movie that Andy saw when he was a kid that generated the Buzz Lightyear toy in the Toy Story universe, right? Meaning that it would have come out sometime in the eighties. Is that is that the premise? That's the premise that this is the movie that the Buzz Lightyear show and action figure are based on in Toy Story universe. Yes. Okay. So I really do. I've really been looking forward to this. So. So yeah. So like the toy, the ship, the toy that that is really popular. It it is really cool in the in the movie. So and I think you'll like it. I think it's okay. Uh, um, but again, like his his partner, um, is a woman. As, you know, his partner, Space Ranger, is a woman, and then through the course of the movie, she gets married and has a kid, and she's married to a woman. So, yeah, that's going to be, that doesn't play in the Middle East, and so they're just, rather than censor the movie, they just don't put the movie on the platform. What, what, the funniest part of that entire movie to me is the fact they want you to believe this movie came out in the 80s. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. The, from the from the well, I guess though, even though we're watching it as an animated picture, yeah, perhaps the movie in the Toy Story universe is supposed to be live action, right? Maybe. I mean, you know, also right. I mean, you know, obviously it's it's animated for us, yeah. but but I mean, maybe the assumption is is that the Buzz Lightyear character was a was a live action, and then they and then they created a cartoon, which then there was a, a a cartoon when I was younger that existed. Yeah, Buzz, Buzz Lightyear and the Space Rangers, right? Space Rangers, yeah. yeah. And a lot of people thought in the beginning from what I saw, they're like, oh, maybe they'll try to bring back some of those characters for the movie. But from what I heard, there was no allusion to it whatsoever. And like they weren't involved in any capacity. I mean, yeah, it, it's it's an interesting plot. I won't, I won't spoil the plot, um, but it... Continuity-wise, from what you think you know about Buzz, there's maybe some conflicts, right? Some some retconning or some changes. So, yeah. Um, but again, I, I, know. You know, I thought I thought it was pretty good. It certainly looks good. I mean, you know, it's it's a. Are you telling me they changed my Toy Story canon? That's right. I can't believe this. For sure, they can't keep getting away with this. For sure, they trained they changed Toy Story two canon, right? So what you believe from Toy Story two uh, is directly. Uh, in conflict with what happens this in this movie, the is movie. I don't want to see it anymore. Worst <laughs> Just movie like ever. they did in Kenobi. Hello there. Hello there. I <laughs> got it. Um. So let's see. Is there Kenobi news? Hello there. Let's see. Oh, um, the Star Wars community has won an award from Simon Pegg of being the most toxic fandom of all. So, agree? I disagree? Don't think so. All the way wrong. <laughs> I think any 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 fandom has the capacity of toxicity. You know, obviously. Do I think Star Wars fans are a little more toxic than others? Well, what's the metric of toxicity? Like when you think of toxic Star fans, Wars. what do you, is it just Star Wars? Are there That's no other the measurement? I guess. No, is that like, because I feel like there are fans who are worse somehow. But if, if you know toxic fans, call the GVM line two zero one. Seven three zero two five four seven. Let us know what fandom you think is horribly cox- toxic. Not the geek stuff fans. We're a lovely, wholesome community. That's right. Where, where, where is this energy when we normally record? <laughs> it's eleven thirty, not seven o'clock after days of work. I would agree with that sandwich. You need to like have a cup of coffee before the show uh, when we recorded or, our or normal time. Crack or something. 
We don't do support drugs. Drug-free program. Do a bump. <laughs> do a bump. It's true business now. True Hollywood. I'll be in my trailer. <laughs> cut cut to that was cut to the to be the next Artie Lang. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just picturing the uh, E! True Hollywood stories behind the scenes of the, of Geek Stuff TNG. The sandwich. Yeah, that was when things really started to change for the sandwich. He became okay. a different person. And although things got better and better on air in his private life, things were going oh, yeah. downhill. So, wait, no, you take, you take a picture of me, then you grayscale it. Things went south real quick. <laughs> it just slowly fades from color to black and white. Yeah. You got a picture of me like looking sad somewhere. <laughs> oh no! And then it's sandwich. That's a name I haven't heard in a long time. Yeah, <laughs> we rolled oh, in. That's a Kenobi line. <laughs> Hello there. Oh man. Um. But so yeah. So I is it is the Star Wars fandom the most toxic because it's kind of like the the oldest fandom. It's been around longer than most fandoms. That's got to be part of it. I mean that yeah. It's all you 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 age into a crotchety, you know, get off my lawn kind of person, maybe, maybe. So, but I mean, yeah, it's not wrong to say Star Wars has a pretty toxic fandom out yeah, there. I guess so. Yeah, you're not wrong. I, I, I feel like there are other ones, though, that are just as bad. I, mean, I guess no one is worse. <laughs> yeah, it's as bad or e- equal to. But you, never more than. Yeah, never greater than. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, it, that's true when you look at something like Miss Marvel, right? It got, uh, it it got review bombed, right? People just yeah. went on there and said, "Oh, this show should just just to be dicks," right? And you know, I saw episode one, and while I initially had concerns about the show, I kind of liked it. I'm only I'm only a little bit into the show. I kind of like it, and I feel bad that I was a bit of a poop over for the show. I'll say this when when you, when you mentioned episode one. Well, so so first, how did you like the locations? Did it look like New Jersey or did it look like Canada? Because I know that was your it, biggest it, concern. It was it was fine enough for me. Like I try, well, I I try to take my my internal uh, <laughs> my need for things to be a certain way, especially with comic book things, and just just unless they're literally showing like what it would like if they were doing a show about my life, I'd want it to look like my life. But I understand, like, okay, you you can do the best you can with making something look like Jersey City. I mean, am I gonna am I gonna look at every building and say, well, technically that's not where it should be? You know, I'm trying to not do that. I just don't. I don't. I don't want to have the background of the of the show be the thing that takes me out of the show. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So because I know I would have been I would have become that crotchety old Star Wars fan. This is my Nabu. Now, Kev, you haven't seen it yet, right? At all. Or just the first episode? Just the first episode. Same. So did you feel like it had uh, a cinematic style, kind of like Scott Pilgrim versus the world, right? Just with like like the writing that showed up. You know, just the way that the way that they yeah. did, like the text yeah. messages and, and the art yeah, kind of. I felt that. Yeah, I, 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 saw, that. I thought it had some style to it. I, no, I don't know. Does that continue the whole way through? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. And, That's and, cool. And I feel Which like. Which makes sense because she's like a kid, you know, but she's, she's way more a kid, I feel like, than like Spider-Man. In my mind, like she felt more like a high school kid than Peter Parker did in the Spider-Man movies. Yeah, Peter I Parker agree. still felt kind of like an adult trying to be a kid, where she felt like a kid. Well, I think maybe it's it's the the situation that the characters in, right? She's yeah, 
a high school kid with a full family, right? Peter Parker's, uh, you know, orphan living with his aunt trying to make ends meet, you know, right? right? So yeah. kind of slightly different situations. Oh, so maybe yeah, yeah, he yeah. feels Maybe he feels more adult because he has to, like, Be he doesn't have that good adult. family life, yeah. right? And so oh, I, yeah. I think that's what I think really brings the heart to this show is it's not, she's not a, the, the lone superhero. You know, and again, you know, like Spider-Man has Ned who knows and all that kind of stuff. But I mean... The by the time you get to the end, and I'm not going to spoil it, but it has a very good family feel to it, and it and it pays off, and it feels good, and I, I really liked it. I thought that the, the the whole series, you know, holds up. So I I enjoyed it. But yeah, like we were saying, it got it got really low scores. But that's that's not actually indicative of the show. That's people just fabricating bad reviews to be toxic. So anyway, when you guys see it, then we can talk about we can talk about the rest of the show. Uh, let's see. Um, what about look back? To- I, I know this about I know this about Miss Marvel. Mm-hmm. It's the only Marvel thing that I haven't watched. Yeah, and I'm not falling over myself to watch it. I will eventually, but it's not you know like it's not even a high priority. I'm much more concerned about the fact that I still haven't finished umbrella academy and stranger things and you know a couple other things out there that i've wanted to watch i haven't like put them aside so that i can watch miss marvel yeah i mean just save it and watch it binge it right before the marvels comes out because i don't think you'll really need any of the uh, of the content until right before miss or before the marvels um Although you do need to finish uh, Umbrella Academy, so we can talk about that. We've been talking about. I'm almost there. Yeah, it it I it saw it was a solid season. I think. Um, let's see. So so, Andor. I, I guess it's got a five year structure. I wonder if that means that there's gonna that it bounces around over that five years, or the show is going to go over a five year period before it ends. I think it's delayed. more than. I think it's more than five years. I mean, maybe the, because there's clearly indications that we're seeing him as a kid. So I, I can't imagine that this, I mean, is it five years over the course of the show from when the show begins until the show ends at whatever season it ends? Well, that I understand, but you know what i hope it's not suggesting is we're just seeing you know what what occurs in five years of his life because they're all over i i'm more than certain that we're seeing him as a child yeah so it feels like this right so it's been season two is greenlit and so it says this the first year which is explored in the 12 episode first season and then the second season is going to span the next four years leaving off right where rogue one begins which would seem to indicate that there won't be a season three because you've theoretically covered it all, right? If, if which it, makes sense. When you what hit, doesn't make sense is why we're not getting K two SO in season one, according to rumor. Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe that's the end of season one. Maybe that's the, or maybe it's a lie. True. True. So yeah, Diego Luna is, says that you know he's got a lot more to say and do with the character and the role. So he seems excited about about Andor. So that's good. We we got a we got a. Do we get a full trailer at end at celebration, or was it just a teaser for Andor? Uh, we got the first trailer for Andor. Okay, 
but there's the second one has come, I think in the last week or so, or did it maybe it premiered around San Diego, but that second trailer was way better than the first. And the first one was really good, but the second one I thought was really spectacular. Like it looks really, really good. Like it looks better than Kenobi looked. Hello there. You just wanted to say that. That's not true. You just wanted to say that. You know, but there's, well, the difference with Kenobi is that there's, um, there's history with that character and there isn't that history with Andor except for the one film. And we know how we, (laughs) we basically know what happens to this guy. It's not going to be a surprise. Yeah. I mean, it it should be good. And again, it, it gives you a, it just should be fun to be, in the Star Wars universe, but with really characters that hopefully we haven't met before, you know, just getting away from the Skywalker family. Uh, That's a part of the reason I thought Rogue One was such a good film. I mean, yeah, you could tell amazing stories in that universe that aren't in any way connected to the Skywalker saga. Yeah. Which if you think about it, it's the only one. It is the only one. Yeah. Everything else is in some way related to the Skywalker saga. You know, Mandalorian, Boba Fett, uh, uh, you know, all the movies, obviously, um, with the exception of Rogue One. I mean, well, I mean, the Mandalorian wasn't until until they crossed it over. Right. I mean, you know. Yeah. Yeah. it, It stayed away from it. And I think. Uh, I, I think it was in part, in part popular because of that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. I agree. So like if, if we could just get a completely removed story that happens somewhere else in the galaxy that has nothing to do with the Skywalkers, it would be fine. Cause people like the galaxy, the environment, right. It, you know? So, Oh, speaking of, speaking of the Mandalorian, did you see, uh, Joe Dante, the director of gremlins and gremlins Two? Just is is calling uh, Grogu Baby Yoda just a straight out rip off of the of Gizmo. Oh really? Yeah, <laughs> he's like idiot. he's complaining like, oh, they just ripped off the uh, Gizmo twenty years. Like is he like laughing years. while he does it, or is he serious? No, I think he's serious. I think he's mad about what? that. Baby Yoda is basically just. Uh, I own bike. small things with big ears. I'm the only one who do small things with big ears. What, what is Yoda that? predates Gizmo? Yeah, but this is Baby Yoda. Well, irrelevant. But what? Uh, what small things with big ears? Uh, sandwich? What were you talking about? No, that guy's just basically screaming. Like, I own, I, I own everything that's small with big ears and big eyes. Oh, right. He, he, yeah. Any any creature that looks like that is his. I mean, because really, isn't that a what? What was the? Oh, what was the weird talking toy? Oh. Um. But weird were, talking toy. Yeah, it was like it. It had big eyes, and it and it and it would it would Teddy respond Ruxpin. to you. Not Teddy. That's creepy too. But no, it would like it was battery powered and motion activated. And then if you got two of them next to each other, they would talk to each other. Furbies. Furbies. Yeah, that pretty much is a ripoff uh, of 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 Gizmo as well. Oh, I, I guys, I had just deleted Furbies from my mind well enough, and now you brought them back in. <laughs> Every time I get out, you pull me back the in. Stuff, on, the stuff guys. of nightmares. You know what's weird, though? Because I got my Furby wet, and he just stopped talking. <laughs> uh, trying to, trying to create. He still stare at me. 
<laughs> those creepy eyes just looking at you. Oh boy. Uh, so let's see. Speaking of other criticism for Disney Plus, uh, the the producer is addressing the the CGI criticisms. How do you how do you feel or, about that? I feel like the the She Hulk the, well, the the CGI for that looks rough. I think the first trailer. I think, I think even, I thought even in the looked, newer ones, it still doesn't look great. I thought it looked way better in the second trailer. I agree. I think I think the thing is, when you're dealing with a fully CGI character, you know what I mean? Like, it's really hard to budget that for an entire series. You know what I mean? Because it's not like you could not CGI her for some of the fights. You have to CGI her for a majority. Because we're not, we're not doing the... the Ferrigno thing where at some point we'll just have some giant woman stand in as She-Hulk. You know what I mean? We're having someone actually be what uh, She-Hulk, you know, the CGI and all that. I mean, it's going to be hard for it to look great at all times. That's It's unrealistic. Also, aren't we in the middle of everyone who CGI's for Marvel on strike anyways because Marvel makes them work 367 days a year. Yeah, that's part of the that's part of the commentary too. Is that they're just overworked. They're they're cranking out too much at too at, at with deadlines that are unrealistic. And so yeah, there's also that. It's just it's too much work is part of it. And then another another part of the part of it was that it it is a fully CGI character, but it's also a female fully CGI character. So you know there's there's comments on you know. She's not muscular enough. She's not sexy enough. She's not, you know, like there's these complaints that you don't get with like the Hulk, right? Nobody says the Hulk is, uh, you know, unrealistic body type, right? But you get that with the She-Hulk. So, I mean, so there's well, there's a lot of complaints going around around the, listen, the look of it. So if I could be nine feet tall and have and, and bench press a bus for fun as a reliable goal, I'd be all for it. Unrealistic body types? Are you serious? I'm sorry. Yeah. These people are just ridiculous. Let's see. Uh, other other casting. Um, do you know who Laura Sangiacomo is? Yes. Right. I, I, rec- I mean, you know, you recognize her if you see her. She's uh, going to be in the Santa Claus uh, show on Disney Plus as the mm-hmm. Winter Witch. Ooh. So let's see. She's currently on Barry. She was on uh, NCIS. She's been in lots of things, though. She was on uh, Just Shoot Me. The the um. Wasn't she Julia Roberts' friend in Pretty Woman? Kit DeLuca, the other hooker. Kit DeLuca, yeah, that's her. Mm-hmm. You got it. Let's see. They're also uh, adapting. Is it Aragon? I always pronounce it Eragon, but that book series. Aragorn. Aragon. Aragon. Okay. Eragon. Um. It, uh, uh, make sure cousin Dave calls in to correct my pronunciation on that one. Call the GVM line. 201-730-2547. Kenobi. Hello there. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, so I'm just saying it now. Yeah. Aragon is how you pronounce it. Aragon. Aragon. And that's a book series. That's a young adult book series, right? It's a book series. I don't think it's young adult. Oh, okay. No, I mean, I don't. I don't really no, know. I'm anything pretty about sure the those are just straight up fantasy novels. They were thick as a brick too, and the oh, second yeah. one got destroyed in the reviews. Interesting. I didn't mind this. So no, I, I've the, read three of the four. There's, there's the, the story though. Weird, though the story is, I, I mean, the story about the books. I mean, the story about the 
the publishing wasn't was wasn't it a kid wasn't he like he was like 16 or 15 yeah yeah when he wrote the first one and yeah. apparently it was phenomenal i didn't read it so i don't know it was but good apparently it was phenomenal sure. yeah and they did didn't they do an adaptation didn't hbo do an adaptation so there was a movie I said there was a movie yeah. adaptation that came out like 2008 maybe i feel like jeremy irons was in it he was i think I sure. think he maybe, was. And maybe Malcolm, uh, what's his name? Um, oh shoot, what's John John Malkovich. John Malkovich, yeah. Um, yeah, it's in two thousand and six. Okay, yeah, Jeremy Irons was in it. John Malkovich was in it. Rachel Weisz was in it. No, she was. I think she was the A young dragon. Rachel Weisz. She was like the dragon's voice, I think. Yeah. No, I mean it was. It, it's a shame because the books are decent. I mean, they're not like you know, the best of the best of you know of fantasy, but they're reasonable. They're decent books, in my opinion. I enjoyed them. It's been literally when me and Kevin were in like seventh grade. I had read all three of them at the time because there's four. It became a four book series by the end of it. There's four books. I only have ever read the first three i never got the fourth because it it also didn't come out until like um i might have read it in middle school which was like 2009 and 10 so that might have come out the fourth one in like 2016 (laughs) that might be an exaggeration but like it took a long time for the fourth book to come out and I, I, i was stunned that there was a i didn't even know there was a third book yeah, no, there's until right um, now because the second book got savaged. I think yeah, it's it's like Aragorn, and then it's like Eldest and like Brissinger. I think are the, the first three, and then I never saw the third. I never read the fourth book. But I mean, it was fine books. It really was, in my opinion. I mean, I guess the second one had points people didn't like, but yeah. Oh yeah, the fourth one's inheritance. It came out in 2011, but I guess, yeah, no one cared about the books at that point. Yeah, the first one came out in 2003, then 05, then 08, then 2011. And then since then, I don't even know if that guy writes anymore. He might, but, I mean, it's not Aragon. And, but, again, you said that when the first one was written, he was very young, like six, like a kid. That yeah, was, was like, part of the story. That was part of the publicity and popularity of the book is that it was written by a kid. And it was good. Speaking of uh, like fantasy novel TV adaptations, do you remember Shannara? Like it was made for MTV. Did anybody watch that? What? No, I read a few of those books. I, I had them I never... on my shelf and I never read them. The Sword of Shannara, whatever. Like the Shannara, it started out as a trilogy and then it grew to just this series. And they always looked good. But again, talking about, uh, you know, just fantasy and you know we were talking about how the D&D movie is basically just you know getting together yeah. a group to to go solve some quest right and it doesn't really have anything to do with the game um i shinar always looked like that it looked like the lord of the rings it looked like you know just a, an average fantasy quest book but i never read the books how were those books kev i mean fantasy novels you know that's they they were just sort of 
like all of them at that time period or the ones written in that time period they're they're all derivative of other things you know there there wasn't any of them although i guess an argument could be made for at least the first book in wheel of time that 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 had a different bit of a twist but you know they were all sort of the they were all sort of D derivative in that time period because that's kind of the audience yeah exactly um and then but did, did you see any of the TV i never adaptation? saw it no yeah, I, just, I, I i really didn't want to because i i mean I, I i have fond memories of reading those books a couple of them and so i, I didn't want to tarnish it <laughs> with, with uh which is basically going to be uh riverdale but in a high fantasy setting right probably because it was made for mtv um let's see let's uh you want to jump over to netflix there's subscribers um, so were... oh go ahead i want to say right i got like three minutes not even okay i got skedaddle at noon okay hold on do you want to where are you off to hold on going out with my girlfriend i see we had made plans what so... are you gonna do uh go out for lunch go see thor go for a walk all the hits sounds, sounds like a fun afternoon here at dawn <laughs> Just because it's 4 a.m. for you doesn't mean it's 4 a.m. for everybody. It's, it's not noon on my... It's 6 now. Clearly, Sandwich has all of his energy at this time of day because we're getting a completely different character than we get on the normal episode of Geek Stuff TNG. Yeah, he's awake, alert, and contributing. Which makes it yes. fun. Well, why don't we why don't we then just wrap this up so uh, and we'll do the social medias because uh, we covered a lot we covered a lot of news and I think that we can uh, come back next week and maybe maybe Kev can finish Umbrella Academy and we can uh, do an Umbrella Academy episode next week. Oh, that would be nice. That would be mm-hmm. nice. So, Dom, since you got to go, you do your uh, do your sure. social medias. Sure. You can find me on Instagram and Fortnite. At Fat Dumbledore, F-A-T-D-O-M-B-L-E-D-O-R-E. It's sickening. <laughs> it really is sickening. What? Your, your energy level. Oh my god, he's so angry. BK Geek Stuff. Geek Stuff PNG. <laughs> Figure it out. Uh, <laughs> make sure you say, like, screw you at the end BK of that. BK Geek Stuff. Big Kev GS. Figure it out. Up yours. Good night. Find me on social media. Screw you. I'm at Pied A Scott. If you want to find me, I guess, whatever. Uh, like and follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Geek Stuff, TNG, and all those places. Call the GVM line if you want. 201-730-2547. Kenobi. Hello there. Oh, man. Making my life difficult. Uh, and then uh, please go over to the patreon.com slash geeksuftng and uh, you know, support the show in that way. We really very much appreciate it. Uh, and Kev, if you want to wrap it up, we can do it. And with that, we will bring this episode of Geek Stuff TNG, episode 690, to a close. The way we end some episodes by saying... Good morning, OG. Wherever you are. And on that note, we cue the music.
This is the end, beautiful friend. This is the end, my only friend. The end of our elaborate plans. The end of everything that stands. The end, no safety or surprise. The end, I'll never look into your. Can you picture what will be so limitless and free, desperately in need of some stranger's hand in a
seven miles Ride the snake He's old And his skin is cold The West is the best Killer awoke before dawn. He put his boots on. He took a face from the ancient gallery and he walked on down the hall. He went into the room where his sister lived and then he Paid a visit to his brother and then he He walked on down the hall And he came to a door And he looked inside Father, yes son, I want to kill you
This is the end Beautiful friends This is the end My only friend The end It hurts to set you free But you'll never follow Good job, guys. Uh, let's just not come in tomorrow. Let's just take a day. <laughs>